0: He starred and appeared in movies like Control Minds, Devastation, Organic Man. He is also the author of Crying Out in the Dark and Crying Out in the Dark 2, Surviving the Storm, where he discusses his battle in the darkness of depression throughout his life and lets readers know how to overcome by breaking Silence in the Dark. Now, typically, it's not my intent to start these sessions out with disheartening stats but sometimes the topics call for it and especially with so many people that identify uh, with mental health struggles as a personal issue I thought it would be a good way just to show some stats about male populations. The American Foundation of Suicide Prevention shared that in 2017 Men died by suicide at a rate of 3.54% higher than women. Depression and suicide are considered the leading causes of death among men. In the U.S. every year, at least 6 million men are affected by depression. And men are 2 to 3 times more likely to misuse substances the average number of men dying annually due to alco- alcohol-related causes is approximately 2.5 times greater than the number of women who do. Mr. Godfrey, would you like to add anything before we jump into the questions?
1: Uh, well, first of all, I want to say good morning and thank you for having me. Um, it's a pleasure and honor to be on your show. And, um, um, I was listening to your your stats and everything like that and it's alarming it's alarming and I, I want I don't want to jump too far ahead so um, but and I know because I know we'll, we'll talk about it but it's very alarming um, people don't realize how much men hurt people don't realize how much men hurt you know and, and it's at an alarming rate Mm -hmm. Um, And nowadays it's even more now than it was say 10 years ago, you know, Um, pandemic, you know, had a lot to do with it. And then, you know, just, just everyday struggles, you know, throughout our lives as, as men, especially black men, you know, um, we're held to a high standard daily, you know, whether it's at work or at home. And people don't understand that, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's at an alarming rate.
0: I agree with you. Um, I, I had some sessions before, and I was almost blown away with some of the topics that men were discussing about the things that they they go go through. And I was like, man, they, the bros are hurting just like we do. And so that's why I wanted to do this podcast today um, because I think. Sometimes, as a society, people tend to forget that men go through things as well, and they have feelings and different things that they go through as well. So thank you for taking time to interview with me today.
1: All right. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. So I'm going to jump to question one. What inspired you to speak out about your mental health struggles?
1: Um, I have been going through a lot throughout my life that I did not, um, at first I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't know how it would be received. You know, um, I had this mentality mentality that, you know, I would be talked about, I would be, um, you know, categorized as, you know, soft or whatever the case is and this and that and the other, you know, so, um, I held back a lot, but then as I started to learn that there were a lot of people, a lot of men that were hurting just like I was, and, and I knew I had a story, you know, I just said, you know, well, maybe I need to write my life story, write about some of the things that happened that caused depression and different things of that nature.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. My second question, can you tell us a little bit about your journey with mental health and how it has impacted your life?
1: Um, well, again, you know, I've had a lot of things to happen in my life, you know, even when I was growing up. Um, and I, I wrote about it in my book and I, I get very detailed very detailed, and um, things that were life-changing, life-altering, you know, however you want to put it, um, things happened that kind of made me shut down for for a period of time, you know, there was a time in my life where you didn't know what was going on with me from one day to the to the next, you know, because I wouldn't share it, because I felt like, my feelings didn't count or no one you know was concerned about what I thought or anything of that nature because I dealt with rejection a lot I dealt with rejection a lot and because of that I was like you know (laughs) there's no need of me you know saying anything about nothing because I'm just going to be rejected I'm going to be made to feel like I shouldn't Feel like this, or I shouldn't say this, or whatever the case is, and I, I did experience
0: that.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, you make a, a very good point. I uh, recently did a short video about a book that I had written called um, Unmasking, and it's about a, a father and son. Mm-hmm. The little boy is having a hard time expressing his emotions, and I have seen that a lot with a lot of my male friends because growing up they were kind of taught like to be resilient like you know if you, you fall get up, don't cry, be a big boy and, you know, and, right. and over time now they are grown men with their own families but I see where they have trouble communicating how they feel <laughs> because that's how they've been taught and so that's what this, my podcast is all about, is about breaking stigmas so that people will feel more open to go seek help
1: and it's it's funny that you say that because um i was told many times you know don't cry um you know man up <laughs> you know I, I was told you know you don't show your weakness in front of a woman or anything and not realizing the, 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 boiling pot that was boiling, you know what I'm saying? Because all of that, all of those emotions and all of those feelings were being suppressed. Because you better not cry or, you know, you, 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 you can't show this in front of people. You can't show that. And what happens, all of those emotions and feelings are suppressed for so long when it does reach a boiling point you know, it's like it's like a volcano it's like it's like lava from a volcano you don't know which direction it's gonna flow but it's gonna flow it, it's, it's, it's not gonna just flow in one direction it's gonna it's just gonna spew out everywhere you don't know how it's going to explode you don't know the impact of the explosion all you know it's going to explode yeah
0: absolutely um i just think in general the black community we were taught to you know like whatever happens at home it stays in the house um Mm -hmm. we weren't really taught to express our feelings we were taught to take it to church give it to god and that was it there's nothing wrong with and I, i tell people all the time there is nothing wrong With Jesus and a couch.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. Get you
0: some help.
1: Right, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. All right. You know, I am, people that know me know that I am a big time believer. Um, I'm a praying man. You know, I trust God with everything. Okay. Um, I also believe that God put people here. To aid us in situations like that, you know, it's not taking anything away from God, because He put He put the people here with with the with the know how to help people that's going through things. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, yeah, it's, it's it's no problem in going to sit on the couch.
0: That's right. That's right. Absolutely. All right. So my third question: What advice? would you give to men who may be struggling with mental health issues but they don't know where to turn for help
1: um my advice you can google help for mental illness and there's all type of resources out there um the main thing is get the help you know it doesn't make you it took me a minute to be honest with you but after a while i said hey I need this, and and it doesn't make you less of a man to say I need help. It doesn't make you less of a man and say, "Hey, I can't do this by myself." You know, it doesn't make you less of a man to say I'm hurting. You know, because we're human. You're going to hurt. Even the even even the the, the hardest thug out there hurts. That's right. You see what I'm saying? So it you know, I would say get the help, get it quickly, you know, um, and, and go from there and you'll be fine. But it's when you when you admit to yourself that you need the help, that's your first that's your first step to recovery. Is admitting, acknowledging and admitting.
0: Absolutely. I, I agree with you, one hundred percent um mm-hmm. I tell my clients all the time that seeking help is not a sign of weakness, it's actually strength right because you recognize I have some things going on, and I need some help, so you um you are correct. It's very important for us to act quickly and get the mm-hmm. help that we need, or if not, like you said, things can erupt like a volcano right so you want to try to hit those issues
1: right very quickly i've I've had those moments i've had those moments Mm -hmm. um because again things were so bottled up and so suppressed until where i got tired
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and i got into this um i don't care mode and that and that'll happen you don't care you don't care what comes out. You don't care how it comes out mm-hmm. as long as it comes out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: that That's your mentality at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you don't, it gets to the point where you don't care who you hurt. Because in the back of your mind, you're saying they didn't care about hurting me. So why should I care about hurting them?
2: Yep.
1: But that's not, that's not the route you want to go. But it happens. So before it gets to that point, you need to seek help.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, what is the biggest misconception about mental health that you would like to dispel?
1: (laughs) Wow. It's not just one. It's not just one. You know, um, you got... A misconception that says only weak people um, commit suicide or only weak people do this um, um, only women experience eating disorders or anything like that that's not true men go through those same things and you're looking at one of them I attempted suicide twice And I don't mind speaking about it because if you read my book, it's in there. I attempted twice. But I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? People have to understand. Bottom line, men hurt too. Yes, we grow up and we're taught to be brave and be the protector and be the provider and everything like that. Who's going to provide for us? Who's gonna protect us in these moments? See what I'm saying? Who's gonna be there to wipe my tears? Whose shoulder can I lean on? We need we need all of that too.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That that is very true. Um just listening to what you were saying, you've been through several tests, but now your test. Now your testimony So how no. you're able to share Like you're sharing today And sharing through your, your books right. And Every day for me I think What can I do To be a blessing To someone who May be going through A certain situation So I'm, that's why I'm very glad That you came on today Because I'm going to upload this Because I know it's going to reach someone If it just reaches one person And makes a difference for them to say, you know what, I'm going to get some help or I'm going to uh, reach out to my family and let them know what's going on. Because a lot of times it could be your immediate family. They have no idea what you are are going through. I, I see that a lot. So again, thank you for coming today. Of course. And my last question, what can friends and loved ones do to support the men's in their lives struggling with their mental health
1: the biggest thing is listen listen and not judge Mm -hmm. listen and not judge and you know it's sad but sometimes a lot some of your problems come from your family Mm-hmm. They already know what you're going through,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and sometimes you'll hear stuff like, "Oh boy, get out of here. Ain't nothing wrong with you." They downplay it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, one thing. Well, several things, but one thing you don't do with a person that has has dealt with depression or any type of mental, you know, health issue you don't downplay him Mm -hmm. you never know what point you can push the person to if you do that Mm
2: -hmm.
1: in my book I wrote about a man that went to the Golden Gate Bridge and all he wanted to do all he wanted to happen was for somebody to, I think, either smile at him or to, or to speak to him. Said, if, that, if one person would do that, he wouldn't jump. And guess what? Nobody did it. You, ne- you never know how the smallest gesture, the smallest gesture can make a difference. I was standing on the train tracks. I was standing on the train tracks, dressed in a black suit, waiting for the next train. I got a phone call. Conversation went. And then what turned me was, that person said these words to me. How are you? That was it. Just those three words. How are you? At that moment, I felt like they really, somebody really cares about how I feel right now. And the tears just flowed. The tears just flowed. You know what I'm saying? If 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 I'm re- if you know that I'm a person that is dealing with or has dealt with depression though I may be healed from it or whatever you still don't take it for granted. You still don't take it for granted because you don't know you don't you don't know what type of day I'm having. You don't know what kind of day I'm having. You don't I may be having a moment like for me I just lost my six-year-old son almost a year ago in November be a year I lost my six-year-old son to brain cancer I'm still grieving heavily some days are are, are worse than others you see what I'm saying it's it's really bad at night excuse me it's really bad at night sometimes so with you knowing that If I reach out to you, don't you think you need to answer? Because you don't know, if if I'm repeatedly reaching out to you, and another thing, you have to be careful in how you respond to a person that is dealing with or has dealt with depression or any other mental health issue. We, you, you hear the saying that there's power in words Not only is there power in words But there's power in how those words come out Even if it's through a text A person that is going through something Do not need any type of harshness Coming their way at all Because again you don't know where they're at here the thing you need to be saying is, "Hey, what's going on? I'm I'm here. I'm here. What can I do for you? How can I help you? Do you need me?" And a lot of times, a person just wants a person that that is dealing or has dealt with depression or any other mental health issue ninety percent of them want to be heard
2: mm-hmm. they want to
1: talk mm-hmm. they're not necessarily looking for a response That's and I and and for me I'll tell you I just need to I need to vent I don't need you to say anything just listen and because sometimes, You'll offer a response thinking that you're helping and you may unknowingly say the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. so sometimes it's just best to just sit there and listen and then after that person has finished you say, "Are you okay?" Okay remember I'm here for you. Let it go
2: mm-hmm.
1: don't don't try to don't try to be. Don't try to be the 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 uh, a counselor,
2: mm-hmm.
1: to have a, a response.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Because again, not everybody's looking for a response. They just want a listening ear. And make sure, and this this is to the people that are going through. Make sure if you're going to talk to somebody, make sure you talk to somebody that you trust. Oh yeah. Because people will put your business out in the street and not knowing that, that that'll make it worse. Because now you got people, if they, know your, if they know your situation or whatever, they know what you're going through, now they're looking at you, you know, with the side eye.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? And, and, and so you want to make sure that you're talking to somebody that you trust, that you know, first of all, has your best interest at heart that you know would not expose anything that, you've said, that, you, that you have said to them because the information that you're relaying is, is sensitive, very sensitive information. Yeah.
0: You, you've made a lot of valid points. Now, I know this is for the men, but I have to jump in and say, in my own personal struggles,
2: mm-hmm.
0: 90% of the time, I didn't want advice. I wanted to just express things I was going through and how I was feeling because that was the relief was that I got it
2: out.
0: Right. So you you are very correct about that. We do have to be very careful how we treat people, how we talk to people. Like you said, we don't know where that person is mentally. And the very thing that we speak or say could drive them to do self-harm. Or they just snap mentally.
1: And can you live with that? Could you right. live with that? Then, the thing about it is, then you sit back saying, if only I had listened. Mm-hmm. If only I had, had you know, uh, uh, paid attention to the call. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of people right now that are crying out in the dark. Yeah. And it's broad daylight. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Absolutely. I could be standing right next to you and I could be, I could be balling. You wouldn't even know it because they have a way of camouflaging. Yep. People look at me and say, man, you still, you got a lot of energy, got a lot of life, but they don't know the darkness that may be on the inside. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't know that in just a few, in just a twinkling of an eye, I could burst out in tears.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you don't even know why. That's why we we need to be more kind to each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A soft answer turns away wrath. But grievous words can stir up strife and you don't know what else it, it could do. Mm-hmm. And that goes for not just men, but it goes for everybody.
2: That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just in, in my my own journey, you're talking to someone. I had some temperature control curtains in my room mm-hmm. that were brown, a real rich chocolate dark brown. Well, my family thought I had them in there to help block out sunlight and,
2: uh-uh.
0: I had those curtains because I was depressed. I didn't want to see the sunlight. But I was masking. They always saw me cutting up, laughing, joking. But I was doing that because I was broken on the inside. And I I didn't want them to know that I was broken. I wanted them to see the happy side. But, yeah, I I get it. I get it. Um,
1: There's a lot of people walking around with a mask on every day you know you heard it you hear it often said i i laugh to keep from crying <laughs> but sometimes you have to take that mask off yep. and let the tears fall mm-hmm. and not worry about it because god is going to bottle up those tears and he's gonna take care of it if nobody else understands he does
2: Mm
1: -hmm. you know what I'm saying but there's a lot of people walking around right now that are laughing to keep from crying there's somebody watching right now though that's going to watch this that wants to cry right now they're gonna cry when they see this because something is being said that people can relate to Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? hmm So, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. My, <laughs> my, my son was kind of going through some things one time. And I just listened to everything he had to say. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at him. I said, you know it's all right for you to cry, right? He just looked at me like, what? Yeah. Release that. Because I know for me, a good cry, it, it just does... Wonders for me, mm-hmm. just to cry,
1: and it doesn't mean yeah. that you're weak.
0: Sure doesn't. It not at all.
1: The shortest, the shortest verse in the Bible says, "Jesus wept." <laughs> Jesus wept.
0: wept. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if the Lord, if the Lord can cry, so can I. That's it. You know, yeah. and it, all it shows is that I have a heart. And it's not a heart of stone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I have to release that cry. So it doesn't turn into a heart of stone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I, I referenced. On a previous podcast. About how in the Bible. It talks about how God. Went into solitude. So mm-hmm. we have to do the same thing. Sometimes going into solitude. To recharge. So that we can be. Better. So, if God went into solitude, you know we should do the same thing for ourselves to better our our mental health and our well-being. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind going into solitude sometimes, and I've learned on on my own mental health journey that no is a complete sentence. You, up <laughs> to you can just cause a lot of anxiety and stress in your life by saying yes to everything and trying to pour into everybody and that's where I found myself I was pouring into everyone but no one was pouring into me and sometimes the poor need somebody to pour into them too
1: exactly Exactly. you know um, if I may speak on that um I have this thing where when I want to be to myself, I just say, hey, I need a minute. Or I need some time. And that's me saying as nice as possible, I need to, I need to be left alone for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And it, it doesn't mean that... I don't want to talk about it, whatever. I may not want to talk about what's going on at that moment.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But, and if I choose not to ever talk about it, just, just, just be there for me. Right. You see what I'm saying? Um, The worst thing I think people can do is to try to force a conversation Don't force a conversation.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You see what I'm saying? Let it happen. Again, you just want to make sure, you just want to tell that person, hey, whenever you're ready to talk, I'm here for you. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: Yeah. Whenever you let a person, when you just let it happen and they tell you what's going on, you're going to get the most out of that conversation, you can better understand mm-hmm. what they are going through versus you saying you need to talk about this and you need to talk about it now, right, me personally, if you tell me that I'm going to shut down right i, I don't want to talk to you right now about right. what I'm going through and and it's like that for a lot of people so, but um, I guess I should have came up with some more questions because I tell you. I mean, you are flowing so well, so if you want anything <laughs> else to say because this is i mean I know it's for the men, but this is helping me
1: well, that's what it's all about is is for everybody um you know I'm noticing um uh, some of the some of the comments um regina says sometimes we need to enjoy our own company, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, enjoying your own company um and you know the thing is, some people get offended when you tell them you need you need time to yourself, you mm-hmm. know. But if you if you care anything about me, then respect that. You mm. see what I'm saying? Re- re- respect the fact that I'm saying I need this space right now. You know what I'm saying? And 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 a lot of times, you'll be able to. Um, you'll be able to hear it when I speak. If you listen closely to my voice, you'll be able to hear something's not right. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? So, um, to anyone, not just men, but to anyone that is going through, you know, you you, you suffering from depression or whatever you may be going through, just know that there's help out there. If you feel like you're at the point of ending it all, there's help out there. Talk to somebody, please. Mm -hmm. Because I I want everybody to know that your life is worth living. You know, Um, I understand how it feels to feel like there's no one there. And you you got millions of people that that you know say hey I'm here for you and you got people that you actually know that they're there for you but at that moment you feel like you're the only one on a on an island you know even when I came up with the um, the title for my book crying out in the dark it was like my 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 thought was it was like being on an island pitch black, and you just steady yelling out, hoping that somebody will hear you, I'm in my darkness, I'm, I'm, I'm in my darkness, I'm in a dark state, and I'm crying out, and it's broad daylight, and I'm crying out, still nobody hears me. I'm having a conversation with you, looking you dead in your eyes and telling you what's going on. I'm crying out, but your response to me tells me that you still don't hear me. <laughs> and, and that 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 feeling of depression and that 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 darkness is like. It's like being in a dark dungeon that's grimy and and wet and 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 just just icky and sticky, and you praying that that at some point you will look up and you can see the light of day.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You see what I'm saying? And and again, where I'm at even now, still grieving the loss of my son. I went through, I've been through a lot the past three years. The past three years of my life, I've been through a lot. You know? Went through a divorce. Lost my son. That's a lot within itself. You know? So, I'm not saying that You have to walk on eggshells with me or anything like that, but just understand. Just understand. This too shall pass, but it's a process. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and You have to understand that. And and some people, some people just don't understand. And some people don't care. They only care about what they want, when they want it, how they Mm -hmm. want it. Yep. And that's, that's this real talk
2: mm-hmm.
1: Wow, <laughs>
0: so, oof, wow. I, I think we're, we're going to have to do a part too I'm, I'm going to have to <laughs> invite you back This, oh my gosh This has just been very impactful to me Just listening to things that you were saying about Even when someone comes to you And, and they tell you things that they are going through It's very important for you to be in tune so if that person's talking to you and you like this or you that could set them off or it could set them to the point where they say, you know what, I'm not gonna tell them anything else.
1: So we have to be very careful.
0: I'm telling you. Yeah. We have to be very, very careful. And like you say, it's not a matter of being like walking on eggshells, but there are certain times of the year that my my son knows, let, let me check in on my mama a, a little bit more than what I've, than what I normally do. And we're, we're very close, but he just knows. Like um, I think around like my, uh, my father's death anniversary. Oops. And it's been some time, he passed in 2003. And in some years it just goes by. And then some years it'll hit me, especially near Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So he knows. Let me love on my mama just a little bit more because I know this time of year. So that's why you have to be in tune with people that you say that you are close with or you have a relationship with. Because if you're in tune with them, like you say, you can tell in their body language or their tone. Mm -hmm. Nah, something's wrong with them. Mm -hmm. So let me be in position to let them know, hey, I'm here for you if you want to talk. I'm here to listen. To what you have to say, that's right. very important. Yeah,
1: it is very important. Um, like this month, next month, and then of course November are very um, uh, challenging. You know, um, very challenging because. On the 18th would be a year ago, on the 18th of this month would be a year ago that I took my, my son and my little girl to be baptized, not knowing that that was going to be his last. You see what I'm saying? Not knowing that next month would be even harder because. I remember getting a phone call from the hospice nurse asking me when's the last time you seen your son and my response was it's been about two weeks because I'm on the road and then to hear her say I suggest you get home as soon as you can because it's not long to have to fly out the next day, get there, and to be told while my son is still alive, to be told, go ahead and start making arrangements. To be told that. Arrangements being made two weeks prior his passing. October 29th, I'm in Atlanta receiving awards and I have to get out of there to get back to my son. Two days later, God came and got him. So these next several weeks for me, it's going to be very, very hard. You know what I'm saying, and I'm I'm leaning on God heavily. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Excuse me.
0: It's all right. It's all right. I see Regina's comment. Um,
1: it's just important that people really understand. A person that is going through any type of mental health issue because it's real
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's real depression is real and people have to understand that men suffer just as much as a woman suffers
2: mm-hmm.
1: or as a child suffers
2: mm-hmm.
1: and to some degree even more because we are, we as men are held to a high standard in life with no regard mm-hmm. with no regard it's real it's real
0: it is um, wow well, I'm looking at Regina's comments she was saying that grief has no time limit and she's absolutely right I mean I've I've heard people say to other people you know it's been you know 15 years ago now you know you should be you know moving forward I'm just sitting there like that is so insensitive mm-hmm. to say to someone you know for me I, I carry my spiritual wellness toolbox and in my toolbox it's full of scriptures full of things to help me recharge because I am depending on God each and every day mm-hmm. I consider myself at a point of recovery but I'm still very mindful of the people that I have around me, the things that I listen to I, I I have to have those things in order for me to stay in recovery. So that's why I say it's very important for me to have the right people in place. and usually if I'm going through something, God will sure enough have somebody to Ring my line or text me that maybe I haven't even spoken to in quite some time, mm-hmm. and I always find comfort in, in in that, but uh virginia yeah you you are right um there 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 is no time limit to, to
1: and, and the thing, and another thing, if I may say, I'm not trying to take up any more of your time
0: no go ahead
1: um you never get over it. you just learn how to deal with it, you learn how to cope mm-hmm. But you know ne- it, it'll never leave. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll never leave. You just learn how to cope with it. And even with that, take your time. You see what I'm saying? People come to you and, and say different things. That's because they're either insensitive or they've never experienced what you've experienced.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: You you don't know how it is to lose a child unless you lost a child. Mm-hmm see what I'm saying? Especially, you know, I've had people that tell me, well, you know, yeah, I remember when this happened, when this happened, but God gave me six years with my son. He gave me six years with him. I still have video of me and him out in the backyard throwing the football, and, you know. And then to watch it all just go away. My son passed away from... A rare tumor called uh, diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma, or DIPG, it's a rare tumor that's found in, in about three to four hundred children per year. To, d- to date, there's no cure for it, and when it grows in, it grows in on the brain stem It's already malignant when it when it forms, already, and the lifespan after diagnosis is anywhere between six to eleven months. He was diagnosed January of 2022, passed away November of the same year. There's no warning sign until it's fully engulfed. And what happened, his right side went limp as if he had had a stroke. His speech was impaired. He went from running around to being confined to a wheelchair. But if you go on my page, and my pages on all of my platforms, you'll see how he pushed through. At six years old, he pushed. He had to have a shunt inserted into his head to drain the fluid from his brain. From around his brain. Six years old. 30, 30 radiation treatments. 30, at six years old. And he fought through all of that until God said, okay, that's enough. Changed my life. Changed my life. So you never know, you never know what people are going through. You never know how... And people handle things differently. We can't expect everybody to handle things the same way. No one handles everything the same way. Mm -hmm. No one handles hurt the same way. No one handles depression the same way. Like they say, different strokes for different folks. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. What people need is someone to go up to them and hug them say, Hey, I'm here for you. I love you. I got you and really mean it. That's what we need.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: This is our first time connecting, Mm -hmm. but I hope this is not the last time. And with everything that you share today, I've already, I have my little notebook that I dropped prayers and different things down there. So you were in my books. I'm going to remember to keep you lifted up, not just during this time, but just all the time. And
1: And remember his mother, his mother, Shiloh. Shiloh. I can't, I can't, though we're no longer together, I still have to keep her in prayer because we still have a little girl. Mm Mm-hmm. Her brother. That was that was her brother.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? They were very tight. Her name is Harmony. She always said, and she always told me, "I miss Jeremiah. I miss my brother." So I want to keep his mother and the rest of the family in prayer because they feeling it too. Mm-hmm. They feeling it too. You know, she he he lived with her full time, so she was there. I mean on the front line of everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't forget about her, no matter what. Okay. I, give her, I, I, I wanna give her a big shout out because, I mean, not all mothers can handle what she had to handle. It is what it is, mm-hmm. so yeah. I ain't gonna say nothing else. <laughs> I,
0: man, I, This has been very Im- impactful for me, yes, ma'am. and I I know. This is going to bless somebody. Somebody's gonna inbox me, after they see this, and I, I'm gonna, I'm going to, let you know. Some comments that people have said because this has really been a blessing even though some of the things that you have spoken about today they're sensitive but I again I do thank you for coming on today and sharing a little bit about your book and uh, and your story and I, I did want to ask you is it okay for me I, I have the links to both of your books because I want to promote them as well and um, I need to order myself, because just, just you talking today, I, I, I feel like I need those books in, in my library.
1: <laughs> well, I, I right, really now, do do. right now it's only one book, but yes, um, if you would like to have an autographed copy of it, um, order it from my website, which is www.rongodfrey.com, um, and um, I'll sign it personally and send it to you. Um, you can find me on Facebook, I am Ron Godfrey, um, as well as on um, all of my social media outlets. Um, I am Ron Godfrey. And again, if you want the book, you know, you go to my website and order an autographed copy of the book. Uh, I tell people if, if you don't care to have an autographed copy, you can go to Amazon. But however you order it, after you read it, I ask everyone to go to Amazon and write a review of what you thought about the book.
2: Okay. All right. All
0: right. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you uh, to our guests. Um, It's Ashley. Miss Regina. Is that Yama or Yoma? Yoma. Yoma. Thank you all for joining in as well. Um, Mr. Godfrey, can I call you Ron? You can call me me Jennifer. You can call me Jennifer. I'm going to be in contact with you. I know we're already connected on Facebook, but yeah, I, I need to tap in. Okay,
2: you, not yeah, a problem
0: Definitely have a, a, a gift and a calling For sure
2: Thank you so,
0: Alright, well everybody enjoy your your Saturday And I will upload this soon I'm going to upload it to Spotify, YouTube Amazon Music uh, Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Radio Public So wow. you have those different we avenues We're going to
1: be everywhere,
0: huh? Everybody, you know what, And I'm going to post it on Facebook too So you can share it, and we'll we'll go from there. We want to bless as many people as we can. Yes. Yeah. I thank you today. I really do. Thank you. Take care. Peace and
2: blessings. You too. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye.